1: We at Eyes pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of the Fatinize podcast. I am your host Demi Lynch and we are here today to talk all things, issues, topics, taboos that have to do with being a fat bitch and we have a spicy episode for you all it is very explicit we are talking only fans we are talking sex work and as you all know i love 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 talking about the sex work industry i just think it's just a fascinating industry and we have a fat content creator a sex worker here that is on only fans who i discovered on tiktok in the most amazing way which we'll get to in a second but we have red here hello my dear how are you
0: hi i'm really good how are you
1: i'm good i'm so happy to have you on the show firstly i want to talk about how i found you i found you of course through tiktok as we find everything these days and you went viral for this video that essentially it was about you monetizing your belly and how it was what what was it it was paying you rent for an entire month or something the video you're making yeah
0: setting up my tripod to make rent yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: iconic yes iconic oh my goodness so describe to people what type of content you make and why is it that you've essentially like yeah you're making you're making money off your belly i'd love that i love it so much
0: well i didn't initially think that's what i was gonna do when i started OnlyFans. um i kind of just went for like the curvy type you know Um, So I wasn't really seeing much traction my first month. And then when I started showing my belly off more, I realized there was such a huge market for it and like a huge gap that like not many people do it, especially in Australia. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I started doing that and I really just do a lot of belly play or custom requests, um, video calls as well, really just chatting to mostly men that love fat women but don't feel like they can talk about it in real life so yeah that's kind of what i'm here for it's really good to kind of normalize it with them too
1: yeah, yeah. before you got onto only fans and in the sex work industry like did you know that there was people out there that did have a would you say it's a fetish or would you say it's like a, like a sexual desire for like fat bellies
0: Yeah I think it can be both but fetish it really comes from like they can be into fat women they can be into bellies they can even be into belly buttons like Mm. a whole range of different things yeah but I know a little bit about it but not this much and um gaining weight as well is like you know some people find a big desire for it so it's good to kind of um normalize it in my own brain too because I've always struggled with you know weight gain and self-confidence so yeah mainly um middle-aged men i think um yeah yeah, it's definitely like i've got a big audience now from women my age and women a bit older that need like some tips with confidence and you know they didn't think that they could kind of wear what they want in their plus size body so it's good to kind of do that for women too
1: yeah i i love that so much because you know growing up we're told you know you have to have a flat stomach you know Mm -hmm. or you can only wear like minimal clothing if you've got a flat stomach you can't show your stomach out and i just love that so so much that is just i think it's i think it's amazing i really really do think it's great and at the same time you're taking money from
0: men that are willing to spend it on your belly that is badass (laughs) badass it was very nerve-wracking at first like wondering what people would think but you know like I'm not a millionaire but I'm not like struggling and for something so like detrimental to me that I thought I hated about myself for me to now fall in love with that part of myself and make money from it too it's just like a win-win
1: yeah yeah so now So at the moment, do you just do solo work or do you work with other content creators, other sex workers as well? Uh,
0: I mainly do solo work, but I have been branching out to do some collabs with other people, Um, mainly girls at the moment. Um, Yeah, it's been a bit of a journey and I find I sometimes do a bit too much where I'm traveling and meeting all these people and then I'm really burnt out. So I'm trying to find the, you know, like, what am I going to do solo or collab more? But I think like working at home, it's good for my mental health, like not being out in the working force at the moment. So yeah, yeah. I kind of just float around, do what I do, what makes me happy.
1: <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. And do you reckon, yeah. um, so before we started recording, we spoke about that you are neurodivergent, you have ADHD and um, you're also autistic as well. Do mm-hmm. you think that, influences how you've decided to create this business for yourself do you think and make it more solo work and make it more you decide what you do not have like you know someone telling you what to do
0: yeah definitely it has improved my mental health a lot because I was working before I was a qualified vet nurse and then studying my nursing degree for humans so I was very burnt out and constantly like working in emergency departments and I just felt like constant stress and now I can work from home take naps when I want you know yes take when I want, <laughs> yeah eat what I want at like what time I want you know shower when I want it's really good um I'm still trying to get in my routine with it but it's yeah it definitely helped me a lot more than working in hospitals mm-hmm.
1: what made you think to turn to OnlyFans from nursing was it a financial situation or have you always been some, like curious to be in the sex work industry?
0: Um, yeah, I've been curious for many years, but I always thought I was too fat to do it, which is quite funny.
1: Mhm. And now you're making money because because of your size.
0: Love it. Yes. Yeah, cuz I spoke to like a few girls that I knew doing OnlyFans and they said you know, being fat is like, you you don't even need to be worried, just go for it. So that's what I did. Yeah. So um, I was studying my nursing degree. Um, It was, I've just finished my second year. So I put my third year on hold because I found with like the unpaid unpaid nursing placements, I was really not earning enough money. I was super burnt out and stressed. I could barely sometimes like get myself out of bed or feed myself, which was causing my burnout to be quite bad. Um, but yeah, a little bit of financial, like I knew that it would help if I did well at it, but more so discovering myself post my autism diagnosis. Mm-hmm. I think like i was I was highly masking my personality for so many years, and now I just feel like I can be my true self, so that's kind of why I started. It was more so a hobby, and then it all of a sudden turned into this full time job, and I had to quit my jobs and yeah, yeah,'s <laughs> been good.
1: Oh, uh, and that's so good that it's been good for your mental health because
0: yeah.
1: I don't think people talk about that enough is finding a job or finding a career that actually isn't detrimental to your mental health and makes you miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. That is a struggle.
0: Yeah, because with nursing and vet nursing, I love helping people of any kind and animals. Um, It's my passion, but it also really, really affects my mental health. And I know some people are able to go do it but i just find i would work eight hours a day and then the next day i would just be completely bedridden yeah. and it's just not the way to live in my opinion
1: absolutely not no and there's yeah there's just this stereotype in society still that you have to do a nine-to-five job five <laughs> days a week if you're miserable that's just how it is you got that's how you pay the bills like there's just this yeah ways still in society of like how you're meant to live how you're meant to make money and it's just it doesn't have to be like that just because it's been happening for years doesn't mean that's a good thing
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah. you don't want to live like that
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so there is though one misconception about OnlyFans, fans which i have heard about is that people assume oh you're gonna make it's quick cash it's it's easy money you're gonna become rich straight away all that mm-hmm. type of stuff how long was the process like what would you recommend other people getting into OnlyFans? like because it's it's obviously hard work it's not easy money it's not like you know oh you're all of a sudden gonna get get in the top one percent creators like you have to work your butt off like any other job how was that process for you because obviously you got a successful career now how did that process work
0: Yeah, well, initially, that's kind of how I thought it would happen. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was soon realized that that is not the case. Um, So my first month was pretty slow, because I was still trying to figure out how the site works and everything. Yeah. Um, But mainly, I, I love to give other women tips, you know, before they start, like you really need to do your research. It's Mm -hmm. definitely not a quick, easy scheme. It's a full time job. And even though I was doing it to heal my burnout, I still kind of find myself a bit in it because I'm working constantly. Um, so you you really have to be on your phone a lot, which sometimes I hate doing. yeah, um and constantly uploading. you've got to make sure you've got content even before you start because you don't want to like open a page, people pay, and then you you're not uploading anything. Yeah, so yeah, you've got to work really hard. And I didn't start with a social media following at all. I started from scratch. so, I knew it was going to be challenging, but I think the main thing, if, you know, if this is what you're doing and you're starting from scratch, you've got to try anything within like the guidelines to go viral mm. because if you don't, I find that's really hard because you don't get reached to your account. So you don't just like post your link and then people are just going to flock to it. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be creative and you've got to market yourself properly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm so how do you navigate that because with instagram and tiktok oh my gosh we love them we use them all the time but my gosh they do not like sex workers do they they you recently got shadow banned on tiktok did you
0: yeah they i think they hate us because we're sex workers but also because i'm fat (laughs) yeah
1: you did you got the double whammy there they're just like oh no she's a sex worker and she's fat
0: no yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah it's every video that I upload in a bikini it gets reported it gets reported for sexual activity or harassment because yeah. I feel people try and put these really bad reports on there so then it takes you down because the other day I had over 40 videos reported and they banned my account but I got it back wow. because they knew that, like it was someone just playing around but yeah mm. They don't realize that it it affects our income too. Like it's not mm-hmm. just, we're not doing it for attention as well. Like it's, you know, marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yep. also spreading a message, which I was pretty sad because I, you know, I feel like I'm spreading a good message for fat women too. So
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what you said about the fact that if you're in your bikini, then you get banned. I've had this conversation so many times when plus size people wear a bikini on a video they're mm-hmm. more likely to get banned than someone that's skinny in a bikini.
0: Mm. Yeah, oh. I, it, but I feel like it's like an AI computer generated thing. Me and my friends think the more skin proportion there is on the screen, they think this is nudity and then they re- take it down. So sometimes it can be just the app. I'm not sure. Yeah, we, maybe. We'll,
1: we'll We'll never know. But it is just, they need to work on it, honestly. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like... How else are you meant to market yourself? Like, that's the thing. Like, this is your job and having a business, a huge part of that is marketing it and getting it out to your
0: audience. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Kind of have to roll more with my personality. So I've started like a little YouTube channel so I can like talk more about what I actually care about and, you know, things that are on my mind and show them like what I do in a day. So I'm trying to like change it a bit more instead of like post, I love doing the thirst traps because who doesn't like it. Yes. Makes- mm-hmm. But um, I feel like I'm stepping away from that a little bit because I just keep getting reports and I just can't, I can't cope.
1: Oh, <laughs> that would be so frustrating. Yeah. And so I want to, I want to learn more about OnlyFans because it is just something I just find so fascinating. I think more so fascinating in a sense, because I think it's just, the first time in such a long time women be able to take control so much control of their bodies Ooh. and their money like there's no one else involved obviously you have only fans fees but there's no one else involved it's you so with your only fans right now like oh i've lost my train of thought i've lost it <laughs> sorry i was like talking and i was just like that's all right. I've I literally That's lost. Yeah, this is my ADHD talking for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love new two, two neurodivergents having a discussion. Train yeah. thoughts will get lost. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um, okay, so OnlyFans. Yeah. So at the moment you said you said that you recently connected with a bunch of other people to create some content together. Mm -hmm. how does how does that help you with your confidence because you know you're around other people and they're around their naked bodies how do you like stay confident because I think that's it sounds weird but I think I would be nervous about my being like comparing my body to others
0: yeah it I was very nervous the first one I did but Mm. my main thing is and I think this is why I started it I'm a bit of an exhibitionist anyway so Mm -hmm. despite like you know the lack of confidence I had before. I've always kind of wanted to show myself off. Um, But my first collab was really good. It was organized by a good friend of mine that we're now like very close. Um, It was all like plus size girls and everyone was so lovely. We all spoke our boundaries, you know, things that trigger us or anything. We talked about pronouns, we talked about neurodivergency, and then we're all just kind of walking around naked. So Love it was, that. yeah, it was really good because um I didn't feel like anxious at all about how I looked and we all just kind of appreciated each other as beings and yeah we she told the Airbnb we were nudists so <laughs> that was all on their end get in trouble yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: yes I've always wondered that because obviously like in a lot of videos like they're always in such they have to be in nice locations you know Mm. it just helps with the aesthetic
0: um
1: i've always wondered that like yeah do you have to tell the airbnb person or do you is it like at a hotel i've always wondered that
0: i think mainly with hotels it's kind of like doesn't really matter usually they're big companies nothing's really going to come about all the rooms look the same Mm. Um, but with airbnbs i don't know because i haven't booked a collab myself with an airbnb only hotels but i think the right thing to do is to probably say there will be nudity involved or, you know, some kind of big gathering or they're doing photo shoots or something. Yeah. Because I've heard of instances where girls have booked places and then the owners have come back because it's been like a day booking Mm. and they've kind of come back and then been like, Oh, what's going on here? And then they've tried to hang around and see what's going on where it's very, very uncomfortable. Oh, that would be really weird. Uh, I don't like
1: that. No. Uh. Uh so as as the the group is like you know talking about the boundaries and like you know just the the very important things that yeah every set should have in Mm -hmm. in the porn industry how do you go about so (laughs) i've had a threesome before but like when you have a threesome it's it's not it's not as you know as doesn't go so smoothly pardon
0: it's not as threesome is it it's more like swapping it's i don't yeah. know how yeah
1: how do you i've always wondered this with porn it just flows so smoothly how do you like do you like talk about that at the beginning and be like all right so i'm gonna go down on her while mm-hmm. she's like gonna like play with my ass like do you like talk about that at the beginning or is yeah. it different with women? Women are just more organized and know how to do it. But
0: <laughs> I feel like with men, we've kind of made it, you got to have a bit of a plan because sometimes their horny brain just like doesn't want to think about what we're actually supposed to be doing good for camera. Mm. They will think about like how it's feeling and, you know, you kind of need to make it look good for camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the girls where sometimes we'll plan like a whole thing or other times we'll just be quite natural at it. But um because most of us are neurodivergent, we do take lots of breaks in between and we just cut the videos and make it look like it's more streamlined. Um, And if uh you it's uncomfortable, we just stop and yeah.
1: I love that. Oh, that's such a good
0: workplace.
1: That's so good.
0: And we all like, everyone's very like honest about getting their regular testing and Mm -hmm. we all sign consent forms at the beginning of the scenes when we do big scenes. So yeah, it feels very professional and safe not like I I thought like you know dingy porn world maybe
1: yeah because there, there is that like that perception and obviously like it it would be true for some people like there's that perception you know you just have a group of men in the hoodies on the camera watching and it's just uncomfortable and yeah yeah
0: no it's not like that sometimes we'll have one of the girls film or like you know sometimes one of the girls boyfriends will be comfortable because you know it happens a lot around them and usually most of the boyfriends in the groups are very respectful and they're not like the typical Chad guys, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So, so we do get a lot of help with filming, but it's definitely not just random men in hoodies sitting around filming. Like, <laughs> Cause I used to think that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what happens then if someone gets their period, how does that, Oh, oh obviously I know there is a category in porn, like, you know, for, uh, sex sex while someone's on their period obviously that's a niche and Mm. that obviously is good then for some content but majority of content would not have period what what happens then
0: yes this actually happened the very first collab i went to i think because i was so oh no it's like three weeks late and it decided to arrive on the drive there and it was me and my friend drove from sydney to brisbane so it was a Mm. long drive um and yeah that kind of messed me around a little but we just use sponges there's like medical grade sponges that you know they're one use and they're properly sterilized so it's kind of like putting in like a diva cup but um ah. it just kind of soaks everything but that means you can't have proper full intercourse otherwise it's gonna go further up there and get stuck and be painful oh uh, yeah yeah well <laughs> yeah I... on them yeah like <laughs>
1: Weird question, though. If it's in there,
0: <laughs>
1: mm. I'm so glad now we got this filmed as video for social. So, if it's fil- if it's still in there, can you, like, put fingers and, like, eat out and, like, do that? Yeah. Okay. Or can you, like, see it as you're, like, trying to spread it?
0: No, you kind of, like, stick it right up there like you would with a tampon, but, like, you know it's almost up near your cervix. So Wow. sometimes it's good. The girls have really long fingernails because they need to dig it out. But I, just, <laughs> I don't like the really long ones. Mine are kind of like short, but yeah, I've got short arms. So actually the other day I was in the hotel room clubbing with my friend and she had an issue um, that it then got stuck. And I oh, pretty no. much, you know, like lay on the bed. I'm like going to get it out for you because she was starting to freak out. And I was like full in there, like, Come on, I help you out. Otherwise, I'm taking you to the hospital. <laughs> not having stuff in there, it <laughs> was quite funny. Oh, bless
1: you. That's a good friend right there. That's a good yeah. friend. Oh, I look. I've I've had so I've had stuff stuff stuck in there as well, and it is not. It's not fun, especially if you're trying to get it yourself, because you're bending over, it and as you're bending over, it, it's just sucking up more and more and more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think at one yep. point i think at one point i even tried to use a pen would not recommend this people Ooh, do yeah. not i oh because i didn't have anyone with me and i had um oh what was it called it was it's those it's those balls you put in that's meant to keep you tight um, oh
0: yeah the um, kegel balls
1: yeah i the- had the kegel balls but i forgot to let the string stay out so it just all went in <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's like podcasting with me it's just a lot of too much too much information but it, oh, um yeah it just fully went up but it just was just like a and I couldn't I couldn't get it so I was just like trying to use anything I could so I just used the pen not like with the pointy part like the back part mm-hmm. and I had to like try and like roll it down but it wouldn't get through
0: <laughs> yeah it's this. so it's pretty scary um yeah. but it was definitely from my nursing knowledge never stick anything in there unless it's fingers <laughs> or the doctor's um instruments or something because you can do some damage yeah
1: yeah yeah I would not recommend putting a pen up there like I did not fun at all no yeah.
0: I know people that have done worse with tried use tongs and things so it's definitely not the worst thing that I've heard these tongs yeah.
1: oh mm-hmm. that was so painful oh my god oh yeah. see see you getting into OnlyFans fans after nursing is like the perfect transition because now you're just like all right i know what is safe i know what we can do i know how to like yeah work with the body yeah, yeah. perfect yeah.
0: assess bits to make sure like there's no issues like stis or anything because yeah careful because some creators may lie so you never know like you got to be safe and you got to read people's um reports and stuff Mm, mm -hmm. it's good to have that knowledge for myself but also with like the backdoor stuff if you know anything would ever get stuck up there that's one thing that makes me super anxious because I've seen some x-rays with some things stuck up there that you never thought would you know make it that far in
1: what I I I love, I love gross stuff. What have you, what have you seen on x-rays? What have people shoved up their bums? I need to know like, now.
0: Things like TV remotes and like <laughs> just random things or like there was a guy that was um like putting pens in his penis, like in the, like urethra, ure- urethra, sorry. um Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Things. Yeah. On and How off. Do- of <laughs> wow.
1: I'm just trying to. Um, was he trying to write with the pen? Do you think? Was he just like, you know what? I want to sign with my penis. That'll be great. <laughs> I don't
0: know. there's a there's a kink for men that they like. It's they like putting stuff in that hole. And some like they even have like these copper metal rods that they use. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah I've heard. That freaks me out. Look, there's a kink for anything at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't kink shame here, however, do things safely.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if someone asked me to try that on them, i I, that's not something I could do. (laughs) Like I wouldn't want to cause any danger.
1: No, that's oh my god, I'm just trying to imagine but I'm really curious about the remote. Like no, but then you have to buy a new remote though, and that's annoying. Yeah, then you have to get a universal remote. (laughs)
0: Maybe it's people that don't have sex toys and they just get so horny and they're like, Oh, what the heck am I gonna use? So they grabbed something right near them instead of Yeah. A safe toy that's body safe for Hulk, <laughs> that, you know I, want, I wonder if they kept the
1: batteries in there or not. <laughs> mm, that's, that's imagine like because it's so it'd be so tight in there imagine if like the walls of the inside of the butthole like was like pressing buttons and then you just see the tv <laughs> turn off <and> on.
0: <laughs> just changing your movie channel <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that oh my goodness
1: so what are some stories that have like happened like since because so, so mainly other than the the group work that you've done as well mainly the stuff that you've done is the solo work as well what are some stories that have come out of that? Like, because you obviously get requests. What are some, like, I don't want to say weird, because again, I don't want to kink shame people and like whatever, whatever, anything anyone likes, it's fine. But what are like some requests that you've got from people?
0: Um, Mainly the ones that I kind of didn't realise would be so popular are things like burping and farting. <laughs> they just... I'm in the wrong industry. <laughs> yeah, because like the girl farts a lot. So but yeah, some like sometimes they don't even want a video. They just want the sound. And
1: really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They just wow. want the sound. But like the more like, you know, basic ones is they will do like a custom video or a like a video call request just to kind of sit there and have like a meal with me you know, like watch me eat, chat with me, chat, you know, about my body and stuff. And I don't even take my pants off. Yeah. I've had some men subscribe and then spend like up to like a thousand dollars in maybe less than like a few days. And then they unsubscribe and I never hear from them again, because I think they realize that they're like going to be stuck if they keep, you know, paying money yeah sometimes it's hard because I'm like oh like maybe there's actually an issue there but at the end Mm. of the day like I'm just providing a service like I can't I can't like control everything but I I definitely spend a lot of my day replying to messages especially ones that haven't even tipped just um, just to kind of build the connection and I just love to make them feel like you know at least what they're doing is not half bad because everyone's kinky in their own way
1: a lot of it is just people just want connection and Mm -hmm. people have kinks interests and for a lot of men that is sex related and i can imagine you have like established so many like actually beautiful friendships with some of these people because Mm -hmm. with the content you put out from what i've seen like you talk to people and as you said you share your interests and what's going on with your life and like for so many people that's that's just what they need they just want some company like that
0: yeah um it is good because like I find I do brighten up their day that's what they tell me but I think my main thing despite the belly stuff is like I'm kind of like their online girlfriend vibe kind of thing so yeah it's really nice just to kind of be myself I'm not fake in any way like I'm authentic I just I'm you know I'm not as i'm more animated with them than i am in real life because obviously i don't have the energy to do that 24 7 but yeah i'm definitely not a fake person so i think that's what they like coming back to me because yeah they feel like it's a real connection yeah, yeah yeah
1: well i think it's just fabulous what you do and just all power to you and all power to like all people that are on OnlyFans, just
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah utilizing the platform and just becoming just boss ass bitches i just love it and mm-hmm. i know you didn't have it in your title but your title for me is officially you monetize your belly and i think that's iconic <laughs> yeah so i love yeah. it love it love it love it
0: <laughs> oh. i had a lot of um like people that i knew in real life reaching out to me after that video went viral and ex mm. boyfriend subscribing and stuff so it's it's been a bit of a journey <laughs>
1: stop it yeah. yes I oh my god that- yes <laughs>
0: and they sign up with a fake name, but then like the way that they type and the things that they say, I'm like, I know who you are, and like I kind of get it out of them. And I'm, I tell them I knew from like when you first started messaging me, and then they're like, Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that that's too too funny. Mm-hmm. See, I've I've heard people say that like something that stops them from going on to OnlyFans is like, Oh, what if someone I know finds out I have OnlyFans and like joins my. Or like becomes a subscriber but it's just like i'm happy to take their money that's fine yeah. <laughs> they're the ones choosing to do it i'm not forcing them
0: yeah and like yeah. they don't see me in real life anyway they don't reach out mm. to me so like i don't really care yeah for me they're just another person that i don't know anymore so
1: yeah and also like in the end it's just a body like mm-hmm. i've like like about 10 years ago i was probably very i think also it comes with body image issues as well like me personally like with my body i felt like i had to hide so much of it but like mm-hmm. now honestly i'm just like it's tits it's a pussy yeah
0: we like all, whatever.
1: we've all seen it yeah. <laughs> it's all good it's just it's there yep
0: <laughs> yeah i was one of those girls in high school that like used to wear my jumper like 24 7 even when you know, I stopped a little bit, but even when it was warm, I'd still wear it. And like, I just feel mm. so sorry for that girl. Cause like I was obviously like no hate to myself, but I wasn't as plus size as I was. And I don't know why I was so delusional to think that there was something wrong with me. Cause yeah. there was never anything wrong with me. So mm,
1: yeah. 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 That, that was me as well in high school. I, you were always, always, always with a jumper, even when it was, blistering hot in the queensland weather i was just like no nope, I'm, I'm wearing my jumper even though i look ridiculous right now yeah because somehow i thought what was up like it's i was gonna like, hide I, me uh yeah yeah i just thought this is gonna hide me no one's gonna see that i'm fat and it's just like people know you're fat and that's yeah. okay
0: <laughs> yeah i, I love exactly that too it's funny to think about now
1: yeah, yeah, yeah 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 we somehow think that like if we wear a certain outfit people are not gonna realize we're fat and it's just like that's it's not It's not like an invisible cloak, hun. It's it's yeah. people know and they love I you. I used to
0: wear like a lot of black all the time and mm-hmm. like, my like special interest with autism, like I love pink and I love anything like glittery and sparkly. So for so many years of my life I was so depressed because I seriously didn't wear like what I wanted to. And mm-hmm. now I'm just like slay pink everything. Like I I yes. leave like a freaking Barbie doll. Yes,
1: love it, love it, love it, love it. Oh, so I better be seeing you watching the new Barbie movie when it comes out. Me and my friend have
0: already planned it. We're gonna go. Yes,
1: yes. I'm gonna become the worst person in existence when the new Barbie movie comes out. I'm just gonna (laughs) be a walking, talking marketing campaign for it. I am so excited for it. Oh, and the new trailer just came out as well. Just oh,
0: yeah. I'm so excited.
1: I love it and i love just how everyone is so excited like not just the people skinny blonde people that barbie looks like it's literally everybody because it's just so bright and happy the whole concept of barbie and it's just oh i'm so excited
0: hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news
1: So to conclude this episode, what I do every single week with my guests is that we share our
0: fave fat-friendly finds of the week.
1: And I would love to hear yours, my dear.
0: Yeah, so I always grew up a dancer. Like, I've always had big thighs. So I've always found, like, I get um, chafing in between my thighs and sometimes pimples here and there. And being, I've got very white translucent skin, so I scar very easily. I found this stuff. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's um like a brightening soap called Koji San. I think it's from the Philippines Ooh, or something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I had a friend from there that would um buy it for me. And I started using it, and yeah, it definitely really takes away the darkness of the chafing or the scar pimp, like the pimples from the scars from the pimples. Sorry.
1: Yeah. 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 I have to ask when you do uh the sex scenes with the other people like when you the other collaborators Mm. and then you see footage do you ever get surprised and you're just like oh i didn't know there was a pimple there or like oh i didn't know my inner thighs were a bit darker because they um rubbed together do you ever have moments like that
0: i mean i used to at first but now it's like they're always open on the camera so i can kind of see (laughs) i kind of know what's going on down there yeah um but, like, as, like, sometimes I've said to my friend, oh, I'm anxious about this collab because I got this pimple and she always tells me, you know, everyone's got bumps and lumps everywhere. Like, no one's going to be looking at that. And I think that's the good thing about OnlyFans because it's not like Pornhub where it's super, like, constructed and it's all airbrushed and, like, you know, yeah. everyone kind of produces really authentic porn. Well, like, mostly that like, I've seen. um, So it seems, like, very normal and yeah I don't think anyone really worries about that plus the camera and the lights anyway you barely see it like
1: yeah yeah that's so true yeah and and yeah at the end of the day someone watching a video of a bunch of gorgeous sneakers people they're not going to be thinking oh is that a pimple on in the inner thigh there yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yes scars or stretch marks mm, like yeah. yeah so it doesn't really matter I mm. kind of like just like not editing those things out
1: yeah I love that yeah but yeah I got it <clears throat> yeah, I gotta try that soap though. That's a great idea for just yeah, like just helping with the because I got heaps on my um hips here where my rolls are. I got heaps mm-hmm. there that wanna just yeah, just 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 fade a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know bit. something else that will help with that that I use. Um I don't know if this is like popular by any chance, but mm. I don't know. I started doing it ages ago and it helps. But um especially like in the winter when my um, skin's very sensitive, I use a hairdryer after the shower. So I make sure every little bit is super dry because oh. even when you think you're dry, you're definitely not. And mm. I've learned that from nursing, especially with the older people with their skincare.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. Like the skin integrity, you got to make sure straight out of the shower, it's dry and you're moisturizing because otherwise that's how those things happen. Just from sweat. Whoa that's such
1: a good but, idea
0: that's even like my better little hack like the blow dryer because yeah i've gotten a lot of people onto it that's... It even it feels nice blow drying your feet when they're cold out of the shower in the winter it makes them all warm
1: that's such a good idea because i i get so so sweaty and what's been happening with me actually like i get a lot of sweat underneath my boobs and especially underneath my belly like my belly's the worst of it and If it's too wet for a long enough, for too long of amount of a time, Mm -hmm. it just gets red there and sometimes there's then chafing there and it's just horrible.
0: Yeah, Yeah, That can also, like, that can turn into, like, a skin infection. So I always Mm -hmm. use, like, antibacterial soap. That's all I use. Yeah. Uh um, Because I've got eczema too because my skin is just so annoying. Yeah. Um, But definitely blow dry that always helps I definitely use that my belly I've got enough I've got no issues down there because I always blow dry and it seems like it's worked
1: yeah, yeah. all right I'm trying that hack I'm trying yeah. that because that's been something I've been worried about and just been annoying me for so so long so blow dry yeah
0: yeah yep, definitely yep, yep. the under boobs though I'll, I'll get it there like because I feel like mm. everyone gets under under boobs sweat and you know
1: oh but. yeah and sometimes it smells <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) it sounds weird but like you know when you like wipe off sweat like say underneath your boobs underneath your belly and sometimes you just can't help it but you're just like I'm gonna smell my hand I know it's not gonna be great but I'm just gonna smell it and then you're like oh that's rank that's so rank
0: (laughs) that's like as well when you've got like new earrings new piercing and then you change them you know that smell yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's so nasty but it just you just can't help it you just oh I yeah, the- <laughs> just want to do it again. <laughs> I do, it's so, okay, okay, we're going the gross round, so that's okay. Okay, I do the same sometimes, like, you know, when you've got a little bit of lint on your belly button, mm-hmm. and you sometimes just pick it out, because it's just there, and you're just like, pick it out, and then, yeah, you smell it, and that, that I think that, to me, is peak bad smell, the belly yeah. button, like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I
0: don't know <laughs> if that's something I ever get. I don't know if it's just because I blow dry it but I don't know yeah
1: maybe I know yeah
0: any, uh, issue have an issue with I'm not sure why but people always ask me that um yeah. and people think my belly button is super super deep as well but it's it's literally like maybe like that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: why they think that. no because <laughs> I, I think it's because like on the camera angles that you do like because mm-hmm. you have it like close up of your belly and I think because people aren't used to that probably probably because in so many videos and photos people are like oh gotta hide, hide the belly yeah that people just not not used to it
0: yeah. yeah if I look at my photos like from when I started OF to now it was really obvious the way I posed to try and like I don't know hide it a little bit more but now yeah. it's like I get right under there with the camera and I'm like you know yes
1: i love it yes and you have like the underwear bikinis like sitting underneath the belly because i don't know yeah. about you but like growing up i always felt like i had to get ones that were higher that would cover the bottom of it mm-hmm. and that it'd be so uncomfortable because then your belly's just like holding up for dear god like it's got a bra on or something
0: yeah like the yeah. tan bikinis or something or well, my my dad my dad would always tell me to wear a rash shirt probably because mm. I know, but yeah. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad that I just wear bikinis now because I do not miss that feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So my fave fat-friendly find for me. Oh, um, you know what? I am really liking, since we're going through the whole like body care and stuff like that, my partner mm-hmm. makes a body scrub with coffee grinds and coconut oil. It is the greatest thing for having smooth skin. And it just... I know it's not a fake fat friend, I know it's not like, you know, fat focus, but it just it just makes you feel really nice to just rub your body, which sounds really yeah. weird. But like to just like have the coffee grounds and just rub your body and then like feel your body. You like have this little, it's like it's beautiful little moment. You're just like, oh, like your little appreciation moment
0: of just like loving
1: your body. It sounds weird, yeah. but I just love that. It just always makes that. you feel nice. Yeah. yeah Yeah.
0: and it's good that it's homemade too because the ones you buy in like mecca and stuff they're like so expensive and they don't last long so they're
1: so ridiculously expensive like they're good don't get me wrong but Mm -hmm. oh my god they're so expensive but yeah my partner he because he's such a coffee snob and he just drinks coffee all the time (laughs) so he's just like you know what may as well use all these coffee grounds so yeah got my own coffee scrub it's great and even put it on my face sometimes and i'm Mm -hmm. very because i used to have acne i'm very much Sensitive of what stuff I use because I don't want to like mm. get the acne back, yeah. and it's still great, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah,
0: I still get acne, I always get it around my period, it always comes on my chin. Mm-hmm.
1: Same. Oh, yes. yeah, always this area, yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. love that. <laughs>
1: yeah, biggest lie as a kid is when you were told, Oh, when you're an adult, you're not going to get pimples anymore. It's like
0: that's a lie,
1: that's a lie. <laughs> I that's get pimp like lie. some. Yeah, no, when you get older, you just get the pimples in the weirdest spot, sometimes on your back. Or oh, armpits. I do not think yeah, you get pimples or like in a armpits. Head in the armpit. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, thank you so so much for coming onto the podcast Red, just talking about all things disgusting, gross smells to sex work, to things that get shoved up a person's butt (laughs) where can people find you if they want to see more of your content
0: uh so my main platform is tiktok i'm chubby red 444 on there triple four because i love my angel numbers um and instagram i'm at chubby belly redhead so yeah i've got a few different um names but that's because i get banned so much but yeah that's only why
1: oh gotta love god love TikTok and instagram yeah <laughs> highly recommend join sunroom. sunroom sunroom Sunroom's like this new social media platform and it's actually like catered to particularly uh people that post content that may be deemed too explicit and um yeah it's run is run by this group of women and they're just fabulous
0: that's good i love that mm,
1: yeah and that's like the way it works is um people yeah they can when they like your post you get like a little bit of money for the like kind of thing Mm. yeah I've been meaning to join it because obviously like you know it takes a lot of time to create an extra lot of content but they're yeah yeah, really 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 good stuff I really want I recommend I've seen a lot of um people in the sex work industry join them
0: Yeah. yeah there seems to be a lot of new platforms coming out these days that are a bit more like inclusive yes yes
1: yeah Mm -hmm. tiktok instagram get on board that's all i can say yeah Mm. (laughs) well thank you so 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 much for coming on to today's podcast and i'm so happy i took your podcast guest virginity
0: that makes me very happy
1: yes Yes. i
0: love that thank you so much yeah
1: yes of, of course of course as soon as i saw your videos and i was like yep gotta have her on i need <laughs> her immediately yes <laughs> monetizing the belly love it that's yeah yep, everything Yep, i love that <laughs> well thank you so much everyone for listening to today's episode of the fat and podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please feel free to give us a review wherever you're listening to today's show and don't forget as well to follow red on tiktok on instagram and also on OnlyFans as well her links
0: will be in the today's show yeah. notes it's the same as my tiktok username so yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, in- all information will be
1: in today's show notes and yeah i will see you all next week for more issues topics taboos about being a fat bitch bye bye <laughs> We at Fatinise pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is, and always will be, Aboriginal land.